recorded live at 4 Z Studios Brisbane on 102.1 FM. And broadcast across Australia on the Community Radio Network. You're listening to Zed Games. With 10 years experience and over 500 episodes, Zed Games brings you the best in gaming news, reviews, community and culture. Want to reach out? Message us on Facebook at ZEDGamesAU. Oh. <laughs> Hi, my name is Zara. And with me in the studio tonight is... Hazel. And... Caroline. Oh! So, why don't we just hop right into it? Let's. Sounds good. This week in gaming news, Nino Kuni Crossworlds has a bot problem. Crossworlds, the latest installment in the Nino Kuni franchise, launched last month. The mobile spin-off MMO is the fruit of a licensing deal between Level 5, creators of Nino Kuni 1 and 2, and Netmarble, a mobile game and blockchain developer. The game is notable for being one of the first mainstream titles to feature cryptocurrency integration. In this case, the game has a play-to-earn model, where in-game currency can be exchanged for Netmarble's cryptocurrency token Marblex. The feature has had mixed reactions in online communities, and a month after release, the doubts seem to have been vindicated as players report long queues to log in due to massive numbers of bots farming for cryptocurrency. Netmarble's announced a bot purge this week, and players on Reddit have expressed that queues have now largely disappeared. It remains to be seen if the solution is permanent or not. Destiny cheat creators agree to pay 13.5 million US dollars. Torrent Freak has reported that the creators of cheating software for long-running shooter Destiny 2 have agreed to pay 13.5 million US dollars in damages to settle a lawsuit brought by developer Bungie. The original suit names two companies and one individual, as well as a number of unnamed individuals alleged to have contributed to the creation of the cheating systems. The named individual, Robert Nelson, is the owner of both companies and has accepted liability for creating software that infringed on Bungie's copyright. Destiny 2 players have long been familiar with cheaters using third-party software to gain an unfair advantage in competitive game modes, and this is only the latest in Bungie's saga of legal action against hackers. Knights of the Old Republic 2 Switch bug prevents finishing the game. Classic Star Wars RPG Knights of the Old Republic 2 came to Switch earlier this month in a port developed by Asper Media, and soon after release, players reported a bug where the game would crash after an essential story cutscene, leaving them unable to continue and complete the game. While it wouldn't be the first game-breaking bug to make it to release in a console port, it is rather embarrassing for a game that was already ported to mobile phones two years ago. Tony Hawk says no Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3 and 4 remaster. Famous skater Tony Hawk has stated in a livestream that following the success of Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, as remastered by developer Vicarious Visions, there were plans for the game's third and fourth entries to receive the same treatment. Unfortunately, these plans fell through when Vicarious Visions, still riding the success of their remasters of Crash Bandicoot, Tony Hawk, and Diablo 2, were merged into Blizzard and renamed to Blizzard Albany. According to Hawk and senior Vicarious Visions game designer Andy Gentile, Activision started to seek other developers after the merger, but couldn't find anyone they trusted with the series. Activision's hesitance is understandable, as the last time they handed the franchise to a new developer was for Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5 in 2015, a title that was almost universally panned by critics, and led to the collapse of the studio that developed it, and Activision losing the Tony Hawk license. Now for some upcoming releases. On June 23rd, Deliver Us the Moon comes to PS5 and Xbox Series X, and Sonic Origins comes to PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. On June 24th, AI The Somnium Files Nirvana Initiative releases on PC, PS4, Xbox, and Switch. Capcom Fighting Collection releases on PC, PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes comes to Switch, and Madison comes to PC, PlayStation, and Xbox Series X. On June 28th, Phobia, 
St. Dinfna Hotel, and Motocross vs. ATV Legends, both released for PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. That's all this week in gaming news. Thanks for that, Hazel! Thanks, me. Thanks, Hazel. <laughs> Congratulations, Hazel. past Hazel. Woo, um, you did it. All right, so we could talk about the cheat thing, though. We can talk about Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, yada, yada, yada. Or we can talk about cryptocurrency and video games. Yay. Keep it out of my video games, please. Oh. But bots farming. Bots? Do you think they wear a little straw hat D- and, and have a have, little hoe? They have a little hoe. Like, what is the hoe? Is the hoe made out of, like, um, motherboard parts or something? Maybe. And they're all just like, they're all just, what are they farming? What are they farming? Beets. Beets. Like, like. Beetroot. Beetroots? I don't know. I've been playing a lot of Stardew Valley. (laughs) They're farming an in-game currency with a really stupid name that I can't remember. No, no, no. They're farming beets. Okay. Yeah. They're farming beetroots. Um, We should make beetroots the new crypto. I wish it. (laughs) No! (laughs) Absolutely. No, no, no. for next. I'm thinking about it and I don't like that I'm thinking about it. I uh, actually had to do some pretty deep research on that story because uh, the developers do not make it public that they own the cryptocurrency token that you can exchange the in-game currency for. Yeah. They brand it as them being partners with Marblex who Uh make the wallet and the cryptocurrency token. But I was suspicious because the token is called Marblex and the development company is called Netmarble. And I was like, um, hmm. So I had a look around on some crypto news websites and I found some stuff. And, uh, yeah, they own it. They own the, they uh, are a major contributor to the platform it was built on. And the platform it was built on only hosts their games and their stuff. Wow. So, well, no, 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 Hazel. You see, this is called a circular economy. You yeah. see, it's this a- just in crypto is suspicious. So, no. It's sketchy. Uh, this is, uh, okay, that I is, would just really love hilarious. to see Nino Kuni Crossworlds, like the you know the first like mainstream play to earn game for mobiles everywhere, super successful in Asia, and then it ends in a crypto exit scam. That would just be hilarious. Oh, I, please, please. Gosh, there was there was a cryptocurrency quite recently where like um, Lunacoin. Just, yes. yes. Lunacoin was the fourth most traded cryptocurrency at the time. And uh, oh. then they went, sorry, guys, oh, yes, this one. and uh, yes. took all of the money and vanished. <laughs> Which was a very, 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 you know, honestly, we shouldn't. We sh- it's At the end of the day, it's not funny, is it? It is. It's, it's pretty funny. It and is. it was a major contributor to the crypto crash. Oh, I, okay. You know what? It's too much, too much good funny news. It's time to farm some beats. It's time to farm some beats. So you're listening to Zed Games, is that it? You're listening to Zed Games. You're listening to Zed Games. Hello, you're listening to Zed Games. 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 Perfect. Perfect. With me in the studio is Hazel. Caroline. And Ronnie. Oh, whoa, 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 where did you come from? <laughs> I appeared, I, I came out of the walls oh of my, Four Triple Z. Oh my god, that's yeah. snuck terrifying. <laughs> that is horrifying. You know what else is horrifying? <sighs> oh. <laughs> oh, you know, you know Happy's Humble Burger Farm is a pretty horrifying game, and let me tell you about it, folks. Right. My new and only co worker is kind of weird. I mean, what kind of name is Toe? 
He's always mumbling about something, and the conditions of this fine establishment isn't exactly something to write home about. The customers don't say please or thank you. My boss is always ranting about something. But look, it's isn't a job. I'm making a living. I wake up, get dressed, get through those doors and power everything up. Open sign on. Toes not much help, but hey, I get into the flow. Making burgers, firing... What, what was that? No, 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 no. What was that? Did you see that? No. Mm-mm. What are you talking about? I thought, do I, thought I saw... Never mind. Where was I? Oh, yeah. Making burgers, frying fries, throw them into the bag, throw the bag at the customer, bye-bye customer. I think I forgot to include the drink. It's fine. Toilet's blocked again. Was that a rat? Ugh. Well, it's not a rat anymore. Filling up drinks. What was that? Was that another rat? The machines aren't on. Must be the circuit breaker. I have to check it out because Toe definitely isn't going to... What was that? No, 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 I hear something. I saw something. My boss is calling. What was that he said? Watch out for her. Who is her? Why won't the power turn back on? I can't see. Oh, Happy's Humble Burger Farm is a first-person simulation game about working at a fast food restaurant. And it's nothing more than that. Don't investigate it. Don't worry about it. Just do your job and make those customers happy while you have your happy, humble smile on your happy little face. Okay, maybe it's a horror game too. With a gritty, kind of grimy 3D style and something very spooky and eerie and definitely really, really weird going on. You have to figure out what she is, what the deal is with this fast food place, and most importantly, how to escape. All while working in hospitality. Yeah. Yuck. Don't talk <laughs> about right. the true horror right there. So essentially, you have to go to work, make your way there, clock in, turn on the appliances, take customers' orders, and then make the orders. Once their order is made, chuck it in a bag and throw it at the customer. Bada bing, bada boom, make orders, make money. At the end of the day, it's always night, it seems. But moving on, clock out, go home, shower. Showering is optional. Rest. Do it all again Showering is not optional in real life. (laughs) Uh, I mean, please shower. I think it is, according to Happy's Humble Burger Farm. Look, even if you are born yesterday, you know it can't be as simple as that. Just look at the burger. It has multiple components, buns, patties, and other fillings. And you know some customers are going to make modifications. Extra cheese, no cheese, no pickles, only pickles, double the patty, forget the patty. You have to be mindful with each meal. And you do have to cook the patty. But before you can cook it, you have to retrieve it. Don't let it burn either. That's just wasting perfectly good, scratch that, wasting food. You only have so much time to make each meal too, which might require cookies, drinks, chips, nuggets, all of which needs to be prepared too. The game introduces each cooking station to you one shift at a time. You get into the flow of things, you're serving customers and you're doing awesomely. Until the guy behind the scenes quits. You didn't see him this whole time, I think. But who boy, was he handling stuff? You realise just how much stuff he was taking care of because now you have to take care of it. On top of making all those orders. Oh, and these new disruption, disruptions have to be resolved in a certain amount of time. Disruptions can include the appliances turning off randomly, having to take out the garbage, unclogging the toilets, finding get rid of a rat. It's honestly horrifying. You're probably, you're probably wondering what happens if you don't manage to do everything in a timely manner. You get an infraction. 
which made Doc pay, which is, I'm not sure if that's legal. But okay. But also things start to get a bit funky. I don't think it's just Toe and I in the kitchen. I never get a good look, but there's something around. But there's no time to investigate when there's customers to, to serve. And look, some of those customers get pretty angry if they don't get the correct order. Like, really mad. But if I'm entirely honest, I prefer dealing with a literal monster customer sometimes. At least when I'm getting dragged to my death, I get a bit of a breather. I've hit my fifth shift, I know something's going on, I've gotten a hang of things, I'm intrigued. I've started exploring the city I'm in. I'm finding tapes and hidden objects and keys to locked doors, a night cafe bar, secrets, implications, and I'm stuck. I'm totally stuck. It's just really overwhelming at the restaurant when something is going wrong every 30 seconds and I'm trying to make a meal as quickly as possible. I tried drinking coffee. I tried having a small break. I tried pushing through it. Look, I got completely fed up with just being stuck in this loop of I can't unclog the darn toilet and there's a customer who just turned into a monster because I threw the wrong burger at her. She's gnawing at my legs. And even if I break free, there's still about three crises going on, which leads to getting my legs gnawed off by another customer. Eventually, as you can imagine, this kills me. And I have to try again. It feels like I can't move quickly enough even when I adjust the settings or have coffee. I can't figure out how to resolve some of the disruptions that happen. Like unclogging the toilet or sorting out the rat. And I wish Toe would just help make sure that patties don't burn. He's standing there doing nothing. And the monster... Right, you're supposed to hold eye contact with the monster to freeze her in place while you find a rotten patty and make her a disgusting burger. But it's kind of hard to look at her when I actually can't find her. I don't know what's going on. I hear her. The game is warning me. And granted, it is dark, but she's nowhere. Until she is actually eating my knees. It is unbelievably frustrating. I put the game down for a couple of weeks. I'm not sure if there was an update or if I just got better during that time, but hey, finally managed to push through that night. It's actually a pretty good simulation of fast food hospitality. So hey. <laughs> it sounds like trying to play Cook Surf Delicious in the middle of a Gmod horror roleplay server. <laughs> okay. What it sounds like to me is, have you ever tried to cook for two toddlers at once? That's what it sounds like. <laughs> but the toddlers are capable of tearing you limb from limb. I thought oh, they could do I, that. Have you, oh. met, have you met toddlers? <laughs> I've, I've met but, a few and I'll still go among limbs here. Oh, so. yeah. I, no. Look, okay. look, 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 look. No. Did I enjoy Happy's Humble Burger Farm? I did. I, I found it quite spooky. I loved how I would be focused on making a burger and then I'd see something. And I'd look around thinking, hey, did I see something or what? But I have to go back to making food and I'll be waiting for something else to happen. I often find myself stuck in horror games because I'm too afraid of what's going to happen. But having these tasks to focus on that I needed to complete helped me push through that. And there's just so many hints of something extremely weird going on. I wanted to find out. I wanted to dig more. I'd finish my shift and then explore, trying to dig out secrets. There is quite a lot of detail in this world, and a sense of humor made me chuckle in a sensible manner. There were just a lot of points where the game was actually just really, really difficult. I couldn't keep up, and I'm not sure if it was just me, but that incident where I couldn't proceed because I couldn't actually see the monster was incredibly frustrating. I still haven't finished the game, and it's not from lack of trying. And some of the big scares in this game was ruined for me because of that. I quickly got over it. I got more spooked by Toe than I did with the monster. I still want to push through so I can figure out what's going on and escape, because I do find it intriguing, but I also dread it, and not really in a good way. Why is his name Toe? I I would love to find out if the game would just let me to proceed. Does he look like a toe? 
Um, honestly, uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> like he's got like lore. one of those. I would love to find out. <laughs> <laughs> if um, you know, if I could like see the monster and just like lock her in place with my laser eyesight, but no, she's invisible until she eats me. I mean, from what I've seen. It's terrifying. looking up the game. It looks terrifying. Yeah, I don't like the look of it at all. The very first jump scare I got, I didn't see because it was so dark. Oh, I hate Mm. that. It Um. was just, I was just like, oh, did I just die? (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that would have been really scary. Because they build up all this anticipation, right? And they're mm. like, "Oh, you gotta, you gotta make a, this, I mean, you gotta make a gross burger." And I was like, "I made the gross burger, but oh no!" And and oh, oh, the screen just went black. Do you have to start from the beginning of the night every time? Yes. Oh, uh, it's a FNAF thing. It's like yeah. it, it's 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 a little bit of FNAF thing, and it's like I was I was really enjoying it. Um, I thought it was pretty cool. It's like little little um, sort of like t- there's even like many TV shows in the world. Okay. So, like, oh. when I'm getting ready in the morning, I'm putting morning mm. quotation marks because it's, it's always night. Um, there's a little cartoon. I'm like, ooh, what's, what's Happy going to do? And Happy saves the day. I'm just like, yay! Propaganda? Yeah, absolutely. This is 100% propaganda. <laughs> um, it's like if you had a Ronald McDonald cartoon that played before you went to work at Macca's. Oh, my God. I feel <laughs> like... Just like was there a Ronald McDonald? No, there there was what? at there one was? point. There was a Ronald McDonald cartoon with the Hamburglar. There was also a game. I and there was the whole McDonald Land thing. Yeah, oh. yeah. It it I was like a, it was a thing. Yeah. Right. Okay. Well, you know what? My name is Zara, and with me in the studio tonight is Hazel, Caroline, and Ronnie. Yeah, it's a full it's a full studio. Yeah. Hey. yeah. This oh, is all the microphones. <laughs> Uh, it's actually kind of stressing me out because you you all are surrounding surrounding yeah. me. We have you surrounded. No, yeah, yeah. closing in. Are you surrounded by me? I'm flexing for listeners. If so. you hug me, I'll be surrounded by you. Oh, that's wholesome. Wow, that's so sweet. <laughs> um, but we're not here to talk about sweet stuff. We're here to talk about game demos. Yeah. Yeah. Take so away. last week was Steam Next Fest, uh, where Steam. Got a bunch of upcoming games that are still in development and got all of the developers to publish demos for them. Ooh. So you can go and play them for free. And um, most of them have stuck around, like they've kept the demos up after that week. Uh, some of them weren't really ready to be a full demo, so they have been taken down afterwards. But I played one that I loved. Ooh. Tell us more. It's called Terra Nil. It's from... Um, Free Lives Studios uh, and published by Devolver Digital. Free Lives uh, made Broforce, Gorn, and Genital Jousting. <laughs> <laughs> so, ah, yes. Oh, wow, we're all children, huh? <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yes. They've been around for a bit, and they're this is a bit of a departure for them. Um, they've made a lot of different types of games, but mostly pretty action-heavy. This is a reverse city builder. What do you mean by reverse city builder? Do you destroy a city? Well, uh, I mean, you, who doesn't who doesn't Terra love Nil. a city builder game? Yeah, you and you might think about like Sim City, where like you have the the little cheat codes that let you like drop a meteor on the city or whatever. No, yeah, no, yeah. you're coming in after that. Oh, Ooh. the game starts with just a barren brown wasteland, dry riverbeds, poisoned soil, 
there is no life here. Mm-hmm. And you have some some solar punk technology yep. to fix it up. So okay. you got wind turbines. Yeah. You got seeds. Well, you got soil reclaimer things um, that take the toxins out of the soil. And you've got irrigators. And the first thing the game tells you is just stop placing stuff. Just drop it down. And just make the land green again. Just go for it. Yes, just green. like go. Just, just make it. It. Just make just everything green it. again. And it's already uh, dead. I, what I, can you do? See, <laughs> this was doesn't weekend. <laughs> this was a, like a Steam demo that was free and downloaded in like five seconds. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I made everything green. It's probably the end of the demo. And then it's just like, no. Nope. <laughs> There's like four more stages to this game. Oh, oh, oh wow. And each stage is pretty different. So after you restore greenery, um, you can start like filling up the riverbeds with okay. water yeah. and making the water flow again. And you can um, then you're tasked with like there's a number of biomes for each map. There's only one map in the demo, but Love it kind of makes it clear that there's going to be a whole bunch more. And basically, you get assigned some biomes and some technology with which to make those biomes happen. And then you just get a quota. So it's like, we need a bunch of like old growth forest. We need a bunch of wetlands. We need a bunch of like flower fields for deer to roam in. I have a question. Yeah. Mangrove swamps? Oh, yeah. Like, <gasps> yes! The wetlands, the wetlands are really good. You're going to love them. The wetlands, Ooh. the wet. It looks nice too. Yeah. And it looks beautiful. This is this is my like stealth sequel to the um, Timberborn review, the Beaver game. The Beaver game, yes, Beavers, yes, yeah. Uh, it's it feels very similar in some ways. Um, like you're you're managing this ecosystem, you're restoring it to life, and then you get to the last stage where you build an airship dock. Uh huh. And you build it like on the riverbank. Okay. And then you get a recovery drone, which is a little boat that drives itself, little robot boat. Um, and then the game tells you, good work. You did a great job. Time to clean up. What? Time to pack your shit up and leave. So all the buildings that you created, all the little bits of technology, you just you, you now use like it? silos and uh, loading docks to recycle it. You recycle all the buildings you made. And then your little recovery drone comes by along the river, picks it all up, and recycles it into materials to build your airship. Oh, okay. You get, you know, you, f- you recycle everything. And really helpfully, when you get to, like, the end of that phase, mm-hmm. and you've got, like, you know, five buildings left, the game just puts big arrows on them, like, hey, you missed these ones. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, my God, thank you. Because, like, the once you've, like, fully, you know, greenified the landscape it's like really detailed and there's lots of stuff and trees in the way and everything so so you don't necessarily you can't you can necessarily miss see things okay you, you yeah know, you is, can miss this stuff. is only tangentially related but um whenever i went camping school camp um we would have to disassemble our camps to go proceed to the next camping site um i hated this section because i hate hiking um how dare i just if the, how well, dare you it just hurt so much um yeah and we had to do an emu walk at the end where we, when we dismantle it and we're like, we swear we picked up everything. Like, uh-huh, do an emu walk. And you all line up and you do a little emu walk. And then we found out that we left one tent peg, one tent peg 
And then they went, no more tent pegs for you. What? What? No oh, more no. tent pegs. Oh, no. Oh, my. But it- then. That was a plant. That was a plant. Yeah. Th- they did that they, on purpose. They got you. They, look, <laughs> what we ended up doing was uh, we were like, well, since we l- l- forgot one tent peg, shouldn't we still have one tent peg? Because that's the one that we forgot. And they're like, yeah, all right. <laughs> You're going to do a one tent peg. <laughs> and let me tell you what. I've never seen grade nine so interested in geometry <laughs> <laughs> and <But> physics. <laughs> Ronnie, like you like hiking, right? Yeah, I love hiking. In fact, I'm I'm planning on going on a three-day hike in a couple of months. Oh, my God, you're insane. <laughs> anyway, um, <clears throat> leave nothing behind, right? Yeah, leave no trace. And yet. this is the same principle. It's like you come in, you fix everything, you get rid of all of like the devastation left by humanity yeah. and civilization, and then... That's what we should be doing. Take Just it. Just let me get on my... Take it all and get out of there. Let me get on my outdoors uh, restoration thing right now. Like, that's what you should be doing. If yeah. you're going outdoors, it's not just leave no trace. It's leave it better than you found it. Yeah. Learn a little bit about, like, what weeds and what invasive species are there and yeah. what's native to the area. And just take what shouldn't be there and leave. And look... But also um, don't do assume you, that you know what shouldn't be. No, exactly. yeah, yeah. Um, do your research. Uh, talk to an expert. Um, if it's Lantana, go just go it. on go on like a guided <laughs> guided bushwalk. Um, there's yes. lots of people who love to do that stuff, and it's actually very fascinating. Um, and like, don't just like eat random plants that you see. But <laughs> there's a surprising amount of invasive plants are edible. Yes. So it's free snack. Free snacks. If you know what you're doing, if you eat something um, wrong. You die. Yeah. So, so don't don't please. don't do that. Don't but, do that. Yeah. No. If you see Lantana, that shouldn't be there. So yeah, you can take that. I have a really vivid take memory those. of my hippie cousin um, telling me when I was a small child that he's gotten really into eating weeds, and I was just like, "That's cool." <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> my name mash. is Monster Mash. It was a graveyard <laughs> smash. Whoa. Um, there needs to be a game that has that song so I can play following because There I, probably is one. I believe there would oh, be. Oh, we got to go hunting. Yeah. we got to go looking for it. Did we they ever hunting? make a game out of Hotel Transylvania? Mm. I don't know. Because if they what? did, then the song is in Hotel Transylvania. Surely, yeah, surely there's like a mobile it. gacha game well, somehow. Yeah, well, like, <laughs> I feel like there was there was definitely a period of time where like out. a movie would come out and they'll be like, oh, we got to make a video game. Yeah. yeah. Immediately. Like they'll just mm. yank it and just like put it together. It I feel good. like they don't do that as much anymore. I think they stopped selling oh. because people knew that they were bad. I'm pretty yeah. sure recently there's been a resurgence <gasps> of they that. Did, they did make a game out of Hotel Transylvania, <laughs> which means I bet you, I okay. bet you we okay. can play Monster oh my Mash gosh. for okay, Halloween. Okay, okay. All right, well. It's on well, the PS4. Just uh, I'm so glad you <laughs> listeners were able to partake in that emotional journey with me <laughs> because I am just delighted, but you know what? I'm going to have to bring the mood back down oh, because oh. we're coming up to the end of the night. No. Yeah. Oh. It happens it happens every time. Like, it just sneaks up on you. Yeah. But I just want to ask real quick, what have you all been playing real, like, recently? Or what are you hoping to play soon? Go. I have been playing the Cult of the Lamb demo yeah. and hoping to pay, pay, play, play the full game. Ooh, nice. Soon, because that's coming out 12th of August. I'm very excited. Is this, like, potential review? Yes, Ooh. absolutely. Okay. Look forward to that, listeners. <laughs> Hazel, how about you? 
Well, you just heard what I've been thinking. Oh, right, yeah, of course. Ha <laughs> you may, you, yeah, right, all right. Moving on. I guess right. time for one game a week. <laughs> okay, anybody who's known me my entire life and also as will be proud of me, I've been playing Halo. Oh, my God. And I don't hate it. I just came to the realization that when I played it originally, when I was six, and the boys made uh, me play it, that's yeah. what it was. It that's was six, I'd optimal. never played an Xbox before, and the boys threw me into Halo. Oof. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Where, where are you up to? Thoughts oh, on I'm the not needler. doing the campaign, just freeze things. Oh, okay. Thoughts I don't on the have needler. Money. The Sorry? The Needler. What are your thoughts on oh, that? Oh, the thing, the, the, the crystal? Yeah. Yes. I love it. Good. But I haven't found it to, like, play with it. Oh. But I remember playing with it as a kid. It's my favorite mm. gun because it did all the hard work for me. <laughs> um, but it was really satisfying. <laughs> you didn't have to aim. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, well, you all know what I was playing recently, and I was really not having that much fun about it. Um, but that's fine. That is A-K. Um, and I think that's where we're going to leave the night. Yeah. Yeah, we're all going to say good night. Good night. Good night. And with that, good night, listeners. Good night. Thanks for listening to Zed Games. If you'd like to listen to more, check out our podcast on Spotify. Or follow us on social media at ZEDGamesAU. See you next time. time.